podcasting from Knoxville along the banks of the mighty Tennessee River. This is the Startup Knox podcast featuring interviews with local entrepreneurs about their startups. I'm your host, Brandon Bruce, and today we continue a special series of interviews with Latinx founders. Today, I'm talking with Carolina Trejos, founder of K-Candles, which makes handcrafted natural soy wax candles scented with fragrance oils. Carolina launched K-Candles in June of 2018. Welcome to the show, Carolina. Hi, thank you for having me, Brandon. Absolutely. So, big latest news, K-Candles is growing. It's uh, perhaps the busiest time of year. We're recording just before Thanksgiving, toward the end of 2020. Uh, you're building a website and a whole new line of products for 2021. That's a lot to talk about, but let's start with what has 2020 been like for you? It's been a tumultuous year with the pandemic. How has it affected your business? Oh, it has affected me tremendously since the beginning. Uh, most of my products, um, I always do craft shows. And of course, all the events start in March, they were canceled. So constantly they were canceled. And I have uh, my candles in four stores in consignment. And of course, they were closed too. So everything shut it down. The business was down and it was it was pretty bad. Um, and I do not have a website yet. And like you just mentioned, I'm, I'm working on building a website for next year. So I didn't have a lot of uh, traffic on my other social media uh, to get the sales that way um so it was pretty rough but then around august or september still things start uh, picking up again and businesses start opening and the craft shows started back again so my first uh show was in the old city the old city mini market um and it was fantastic Everybody was ready to be out. Everybody was ready to support local businesses. And it was amazing. It was so uh, overwhelming, actually. We were just full of joy. All of the makers, they were there for the first uh, event because the support of Knoxville, it was it was amazing. So it was really bad for several months. But then when it was time to start back up, people show up and, and Knoxville was there for us. Absolutely. That was a great event. I, I was out there with my family. I, I thought the organizers did a great job. Uh, everybody was social distance. Everybody was masked. All the makers were there. Like you said, it was a beautiful sunny day at Jackson Terminal in Old City. And everyone was just excited uh, to be outside to get to see you all, the makers again. And I should mention, you mentioned that you're still building your big website, but you do have a presence online. So one place that listeners can find you is on the Maker City website. So the makercity.org, and they can see in the directory, uh, there's a listing for K candles. Uh, when did you join with kind of the, the, the local Knoxville maker movement and Maker City? Well, actually, uh, in the website, I just joined uh, back at the end of summer. But I've been uh, picking their brain and getting ideas from them since uh, the end of 2018. So Super. And I know when I visit your listing there, not only can I see some photographs of the candles, but they also have three links. So you can jump to Instagram to see more photos or Facebook for the community. And then importantly, to the Etsy shop. So if folks go to Etsy and go to K Candles shop, they'll be able to see your full inventory and, and they can buy uh, your candles on Etsy. Has Etsy been a successful 
marketplace for you? Um, not really. It's just because of my fault, to be completely honest. I have not uh, done like a lot of work on my Etsy account. I have not uh, focused on that that much. Um, I focus mainly on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and I have gotten uh, a lot of traffic that way too. Um, I do have a few sales on Etsy, but I know I need to work on that better, to, to be honest. But uh, it is a good platform, and I really want to get better at it and work harder uh, to get more traffic. Yeah, I think you bring up a key point, right? Entrepreneurs wear a lot of hats, and there's constant <laughs> demands on their time. So do you, yeah, do you focus on any given day on fulfilling existing customer orders, doing the consignments, trying to line up uh, craft shows, which were interrupted this year? Or yes. focusing on online e-commerce sales, right? And usually for most entrepreneurs, it's a little bit of everything every day. It is. Um, and so, yeah, it's a hustle. It's absolutely. And on top of that, you know, being a mom, full-time mom too. <laughs> so it is, it is a little bit of everything. No question. And it's been a big year for parents here in Knoxville and around the country uh, because school was out uh, in the springtime, obviously. And then there was summer and there's been a lot of changes uh, with respect to childcare and education. So there's been a lot of navigation to do for all of us who are parents. Yes. Um, so take us back a couple of years ago. What got you into candles? Do you have a background in that and then decided to start your own business? What, what prompted you to launch K-Candles? Well, actually, uh, I started back in 2008. Um, and then, um, well, I love candles. Who doesn't, right? And I always, I love to cook. And a lot of times uh, when, when you're cooking, it's really good and it's yummy and it's just inviting to the kitchen. But when dinner is over, dishes are put away, we just get comfy in your living room. You don't want to smell the fish that you just ate <laughs> uh, again. So you don't want that, those smells. And sometimes, you know, I was like, okay, I want a different scent for the living room or the bathroom and whatnot. And I start using a lot of candles, but... Um, then I try some sprays, room sprays, and I always got that uh, kind of fake synthetic smell. Uh, and sometimes some of them even made me cough quite a bit, actually, especially the room sprays. And so I, st I started thinking, maybe I can make my own candles. I need to find something that is more natural, something that does not have a lot of chemicals. Uh, and I started reading about, you know, other candles and how they use these chemicals just to make their fragrances last longer. Uh, the main one would be the talet. Uh, and it's, it's kind of bad for you in, in many ways. So um, I started playing with other, other uh, waxes and I found uh, soy wax. And I, I love it because it is eco-friendly. You know, it's eco-friendly and it's biodegradable. Um I started using dye when I did my first candles, but then I realized that also dye has chemicals in it, obviously, and it was not very natural either. So I was like, okay, I'm going to ditch the dye. <laughs> and then I just started working with different um, oils. I even use uh, essential oils. But then I also found out that essential oils are not meant to be burned. They can become toxic when you burn them. Um, they can be toxic for elderly people, children, pets. Uh, they are just meant to be used topically or in a uh, vaporizer. 
So that was another setback. And I started trying, okay, I need to find other fragrances. And then I found uh, several pages, I'm sorry, websites that have different uh, natural fragrance oils. And then I started doing it that way. And then I just love, I just love playing with different scents. And then after several uh, months of testing, I decided, okay, these are going to be my Christmas presents for my close friends and family. And I did that for about two or three years. Everybody that was having a birthday or uh, um, Christmas, they always got a candle from me. And the feedback was incredible. Then I started giving them to my coworkers, uh, and they just love it too. They, like, they were always super happy with the amount of hours that the candle lasted. Uh, so it was it was a big journey. It was it was long process, but I just love it and I I just enjoy every minute of it. But then, so, mother, so, sorry. Yeah, I mean, based on all this great feedback <laughs> from family and then friends, mm -hmm. at what point did you decide? Okay, in addition to giving these as loved gifts. I'm also going to sell them. What, what, when did that happen? When did that cross your mind that this is going to be a business? Well, uh, after that, I was, not, I was not a mom yet. And then, then, uh, then motherhood came. <laughs> and then after having my second child, I stopped working. So obviously, uh, the income was less as well. So I was thinking, okay, these candles, I've been making them for, for a while now, several years, and I use them on repeat. And my family even asked me, okay, I know I'm going to get a candle, my coworkers and everything. And, and then even one of my coworkers mentioned, I, if you have a few, just give me half of a dozen. And then and I'm like, okay, I think I can sell this. <laughs> and then I, um, I just decided about four years ago is when I really started thinking about it and making this uh, business. Uh, but before I tried to decide a name, a logo, uh, it took me a long time. I know my logo is, is, is simple, but it took me a while to, to get the right font and the right size and the right, get the right everything. Uh, and then, you know, uh, try to find the best um, fragrances again and uh, suppliers, you know, when you buy a 60-pound uh box of wax is heavy so shipping is really high so you need to start really you know working and doing your numbers and trying to find um, uh, different uh, options and I found uh, a local um, supplier which was a plus for me um, so then yeah like I said about four years ago and then it took me about a year to get the things ready and then yeah, all of a sudden I, I found the right jar because that's another thing. I use several different jars, several different looks and sizes and even the lid. Even the lid was a big deal for me. It has to be just perfect, perfect lid, perfect color. And yeah, and about three years ago, I felt it was ready. It was the time for me to jump and I started with Instagram. And I just do my first, first few pictures and everything just started from there. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many gems in your story, including just kind of that customer discovery process with you as the first customer, right? Mm -hmm. You were being uh, irritated by the sprays and say, so, okay, how do I remove any artificial uh, dyes, any artificial scents? And so we're going to go all natural with a clean burn 
Uh, all of your candles have the same color, right? Which is yes, different yes. than many other manufacturers. And so th- those were all decisions. And then you go through all the other decisions where the entrepreneurs who are listening are thinking, yes, that's what it's all about. It's just a consistent daily tens, dozens, hundreds of decisions. What's the font on the label? What type of lid is it? What's the color of the lid? How does it open and close? How big is the candle? What do you put on the label? Um, there's so many decisions that go into it. It's not just, I'm, I'm ready to start a candle company. There's the hundreds of decisions that, that lead up to that point. But I love that your first sales, if you will, were essentially donations, right? And then you receive that customer feedback that we love these. We want more of them. We look forward to them every year. And in fact, we'd be ready to buy a half dozen or a dozen from you. And then uh, that was your beginning to get out to market. You know, you kind of described some of the roller coaster of, uh, you know, the the trial and error, the experimentation part, the challenges of getting the wholesale product because it can be very heavy to ship. Uh, Over the last couple of years, since you've been officially in business as K Candles, what have been what have been kind of the the best moments for you? And, And then on the other side, what have been the most challenging? Well, actually, the the best moment for me that I remember perfectly was when I had my first show. <laughs> uh, it was like a mix. It's kind of an emotional and personal uh, um, experience and something. I was, um, of course, I was nervous. I was hesitant about this first show. Um, and I got there and the lady told me, oh, there was a change in uh, uh, place and we, we have to move you to another uh, spot. Uh, I have to give you a different number. And I don't know, I have a, a, it was a different set of mind because I knew she sent a map and I was supposed to be in one area of the building and then she moved me to another one. So just that little thing, it was like, okay, uh, all right, I guess I'm going to be in another side of the building. Not a big deal, but I'm rushing. I'm trying to get all my things done. <laughs> and then I get there, and the number that she had changed for me was the number 23. And that was um, that was my mom's birthday. And she was, had just passed away um, two years before that. So oh, wow. as soon as I saw that number, I started crying right then in front of everybody, in front of the organizer. I just could not get myself together and then she's like what's going on and I said uh nothing I'm just being very very excited about this opportunity and this first event and last night I was thinking okay let's let's see how it goes mom (laughs) and then I get there she changed me and it's number 23 I don't know I felt that it was like a like a sign (laughs) for me so I just told her right then really quick this my mom just passed away and actually I've been doing this, uh, thinking of her a lot lately. And uh, she just hugged me right then and she said, I just lost my husband three months ago. I know what you're going through. So it was, oh, wow. it was uh, very touching. Like I said, it was very, that was like a personal moment. And then I just, you know, wiped myself off and then just set up and start trying to get the things ready and see how, how it's going to be my first time in a craft show. And of course, one hour, two, three, four hours, nothing. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's all right. It's the first time. People don't know me. People don't know my product yet. And then all of a sudden, the first customer came and starts mailing. And then he got two candles. Great. 
Then the second customer was a very sweet lady. She just looked around and she was paying attention to everything, like every size and every scent. And then she said, okay, I'm going to get two of yours. And then she asked me, do you have your products somewhere here in Oxford in the store? And I said, no, I don't, not, not yet. Actually, this is my first, my first uh, show. And then she said, well, my name is Jennifer Bull Bailey. I am the owner of Tile Sensations. It is a tile and mosaic store in um, Sutherland Avenue. And I've been looking for local makers. Uh, I want to set a corner of the store for local makers. I'm looking for, for different makers. And I do like your product. I like the look of it. And I want you to be my first one in the store. Uh, I'm going to send you an email this week and we will go from there. And that's how everything started. And that was my first uh, store. And I just love it. I just love that how everything happened in just that first show. That's exciting. It shows the importance of, uh, of showing up and taking the risk on that first show. And then, and also of course the, you know, the, the personal aspect of business. And, mm -hmm. and I think every entrepreneur appreciates that more and more as they get into their businesses. It's not, it's not a business and then personal life is separate. The, the business is personal and, and mm -hmm. vice versa. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so you, you pour everything that you have into it. You know, that, that person that said, I want to, I want to carry your product, right? Super mm -hmm. important conversation and helped you along your journey. What, what have been some of the other organizations, some of the other people that have been especially helpful uh, in your creation and build and growth of K-Candle so far? Well, the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Uh, it was actually, I, before I did my first show, uh, I, I took the Etsy Entrepreneurship class and I met uh, Elena Smith there. She is another Knoxville entrepreneur. She owns Cold Gold. Uh, and she was amazing also from the beginning. I'm constantly picking her brain and asking her for questions. And even when I have gotten some offers to go to shows even outside here, she has helped me pick which ones are the ones that she already know, which ones are the ones that she thinks are not a very good uh, investment. Um, she's she's so good she's she's positive she's passionate and she has so much knowledge and uh here uh, along with um miranda also at the entrepreneur center um they just have helped me so much and the maker city as well uh the maker city has helped me a lot in you know exposure and other interviews and just always being there for uh, there's also an interview uh, coming up in the New Sentinel that I forgot to, to mention you about as well. So it's just, there's a lot of resources that you can get just by joining the right places, like the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center and the Maker City. They are just here for us, for for the starters, <laughs> to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, like, like they, uh, their tagline, they're the front door. For entrepreneurs in Knoxville, open to everybody and, and trying to help everybody to, to start and grow businesses here. And then, yeah, I definitely want to highlight, we're recording here right before Thanksgiving of 2020. You've got an interview coming up on WATE, which will be huge. And like you say, you've also got an article coming out soon in the Knoxville News Sentinel. 
So a lot of great press coming out. I suspect that this time of year is one of your busiest. The press is only going to make it busier. Uh, how have you been getting ready for this holiday season? And, and what has holiday season been like in, in 2018 and 2019? What do you expect this year? Well, uh, with the um, maker's markets uh, that I have made, uh, it's been great. It has been uh, better than 2018 and 19 already, even though the year started really bad. And like I said, people are ready to support local uh, more than ever before. So I still have a few more events lined up before the end of the year. Um, but um, it's been great. It's been, it's been really busy. Oh, but uh, that's another thing that um, the suppliers, oh gosh, it's been really hard because I haven't had to uh, go to other different websites uh, because product is running out. Um, it's been really hard to, to get uh, jars, even wax or lids is out of stock way more this year than any other year. I don't know for some reason. So it has been really challenging trying to get all the product uh, because the demand is so high right now that it's been, I have not had as much product that I thought I was, I thought I was ready, <laughs> but uh, I still have a, uh, a few more things to get done before the next few shows. So it's been really busy. And then do you think you will hire on help uh, to continue to grow the business? Because it sounds like you've got a lot of demand right now, and hopefully that will continue into 2021. How do you decide sort of your, your path forward in growing the business? Yes, I will. I will love to have help. And I, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Uh, but maybe next year, two more years from now, because uh, we also just move and we're changing a few things around the house as well. And um, we just, I just need to just to focus and do one thing at a time and see how much more can I take by myself. Of course, my husband helps me a lot. Uh, and even my little ones, they're great. They help me with putting stickers and closing the jars and <laughs> things like that. So, uh, I'm going to keep pushing and see how much I can get done for the next year. And we will go from there. Definitely. It's a family business. Yes. Um, for listeners that are hearing this episode airing in 2021, and we'll try to get the word out even before uh, prior to the holiday season to let people know where they can get candles. But wh where should they go? What shops can they find your candles in? Would you also suggest they go uh, to the Etsy store? Uh, to get candles from you there? Absolutely, yes. They can start on Etsy first, for sure. Uh, I will, um, I'm will. i always trying to uh, change my inventory there. Um, and yes, I have my candles in four different stores. Um, right now, my main one is always, like I mentioned earlier, Tile Sensations. The, it is on Sutherland. There's also the art gallery in downtown. It is called uh, 1214 Magnolia. Uh, Megan Stair is the owner. Uh, also, I have them in Sonor Market for the South Knoxville people. It is on John Sevier Highway. Sonor Market, I have them there. And also on Bearden at the Southern Market. Fantastic. Lots of great places all across Knoxville mm -hmm. to get the product. Um, now, at the very beginning of the show, I mentioned you've got some new 
products, a new line of products coming out in the new year. Can you, can you give me a preview of what those are going to look like? Well, one of them is going to be a uh, room spray. And the ones that are not going to make me cough, <laughs> like I mentioned at the beginning of the interview. So that is, that is going to be one of the new products. The other one, I'm not ready yet. So it will be kind of a surprise. <laughs> a surprise release. But in the meantime, <laughs> yes. a spray that will not room make you spray. cough and not smell <laughs> yes. artificial. That's important. Right. <laughs> I think that resonates with everybody listening. That's uh, we've, all, we've all had that experience. Mm-hmm. Well, fantastic. I think it's going to be a really exciting year. I wish you the best and fulfilling all of these orders coming up from the holiday season and look forward to keeping in touch as you continue to, to grow the business and we'll follow you on Maker City and on Etsy and we'll look forward to the release of this new product line in addition to your new website uh, coming out here by the time that, that uh, listeners are hearing this in the springtime. Uh, those will likely be out. So Carolina, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. And thank you again for having me, Brandon. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And thanks everybody for listening to the Startup Knox podcast. If you like the show, you can subscribe to listen to more interviews with Knoxville entrepreneurs. Please also leave a review on your favorite listening platform. If you want to know more about today's episode, check out the show notes on our website at startupnox.com, where you can also download a free Knoxville startup ecosystem guide. Join me for the next episode of the Startup Knox podcast. Thanks for listening.